0: Welcome to Sacred CEO, the podcast where visionary women learn to be bold with their voice and become the sacred six and seven figure CEOs of their businesses and lives. I'm your host, Dr. Claudia, former Ivy League trained professor turned business coach for women with a big message and a big story to share and whose ideas don't fit neatly into a box and maybe even challenge the status quo. My mission is to teach women how to find and unleash their voice, share it unapologetically and make money while building real wealth. You'll hear solo episodes and interviews on topics such as business, spirituality and relationships. We'll talk about all the things that women are not supposed to talk about, such as unapologetic self-expression, confidence and magnetism, money, wealth and power, so that we can explore what it truly means to be a woman with a voice today. Let's dive in, because it's time to get unleashed! Hi guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to our first guest. Elle de Poussin, Elle is a spiritual teacher and feminine energy healer and the founder of the Sacred Roots Mystery School for women leaders who want to discover who they truly are, leaving societal expectations behind. Elle is from Belgium and has traveled the world on her own self-discovery and healing path before settling in Quebec and Bali for a year with her beautiful family. Ele has written three books on femininity, self-healing, and business. Definitely go check them out. All the links will be in the description box below. And she also runs several programs that can all be found on her website, along with a ton of free stuff that will introduce you to her beautiful work. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast, and I can't wait for you guys to listen in. Hi, Ele. It's so good to have you here on the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Claudia.
1: I am so happy to be here as well and excited to have this conversation with you.
0: Yeah, it's going to be so good. And we connected through a mutual Facebook group that we're both part of and just we had a Zoom call and you know, very quickly realized that we had so many things in common and we do different types of businesses, but kind of like the, the, the source of what led us to our businesses is the same. And so I wanted to have you on my podcast because I'm very interested in exploring this question of what does it mean to be a woman with a voice? And you're such a beautiful Powerful, graceful example of that. So I'm super, super excited for this conversation. So a good place to start and feel free to go in the direction that feels best for you is how would you introduce yourself to the world?
1: Mm. I'm a spiritual teacher, an author and a healer. And I really use my gifts of wisdom and depth. And clairvoyance to help leaders and change makers
0: come back to their most authentic self and serve the world with their gifts. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you do a lot of work with feminine energy as well, yes. right? Absolutely. Can you tell a bit more about that?
1: Yes. Well, we live in a world that's been very imbalanced for the past 2,500 years. And so there's been a lot of masculine energy. And so when we say masculine, it's not just men, it's also for a woman. It's really that yang energy of doing, competing, thinking thinking about the individual instead of the collective, um, all about goals instead of the process. It's just a way of functioning that has brought us to a place where We disrespect the earth, we disrespect each other, we disrespect ourselves, and we are so disconnected from who we really are. And so the feminine needs to come back. The yin energy needs to come back because the yin, that's that part of us that is intuitive, that slows down, that thinks about the collective instead of just herself or himself. Um, that is compassionate, that is loving. It's all about moving down from the head into the heart. And so I am really passionate about helping men and women, leaders in general, to embrace their feminine energy so that we can bring that balance back. And it's not about pushing away the masculine because we really need that. It's about creating sacred union within ourselves and within the collective but everything begins with the feminine. So we're invited right now to go back at the beginning, to go back to the feminine, because when you look at nature, nature is such a powerful teacher. We see it. Every man comes from the womb of a woman. Every day. So the day, the sun represents the masculine, whereas the night, the moon represents the feminine. And every day begins with, at midnight, when it's the feminine. There's so many examples that we are shown, but we have just forgotten to read the language of nature that are showing us that the feminine begins everything. And right now the feminine is hiding, or she's afraid to speak up, or she's afraid to be rejected if she speaks up. Uh, and there's
0: there's a lot of work to be done, but we are we're on track. So it's exciting. I love all of that so much. And what really resonates with me is the way you talk about the feminine, because sometimes we see, you know, on social media, you know, we see the feminine being presented in a very flashy kind of way, you know, sexiness and, you know, just being really over the top and bold and all of that. And that can be an expression for sure. I know you talk about archetypes as well, but I love your energy and the way you talk about it because there's this groundedness.
1: Mm, absolutely. Uh, right? It's very grounded.
0: <laughs> it's very grounded. The feminine is very grounded. It's very maternal, right? And nurturing, but not in a submissive way, in just a very powerful, fierce way. And it's all about, yes, finding your true essence, but then because that has relevance for nature for the collective right so it's not this like look at me i'm so sexy and
1: absolutely but you know it's in order to find the center it's like the pendulum we've Mm -hmm. been at an excessive we don't have a voice we cannot be seen we just need to be beautiful and shut up and so now it's like we're going to the opposite oh it's look at me i have something to say and i'm gonna say it and it's okay it's like we're learning to find the center And it's, it's happening at a collective level and also at an individual level, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love how you present it. And I've thought about that a lot where it's almost like as we, let's say as women, it's, it's, you know, it's for both genders or all genders, but we kind of like need in our own lives and also collectively, we've needed that moment of reclamation that is bold, that is like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want, right? That is over the top because we're in this collapsed, suppressed state. The feminine has been collapsed and suppressed. So there's the opposite spectrum, as you say, but it is a necessary step in the process. And then there's a step way beyond that as well.
1: Absolutely. And I think that being excessive and going the other way is is healing as well. Yeah. It's suddenly, oh, I have permission. Yeah. And then that permission is taken a bit excessively. And then at some point we realize, oh, I I actually don't need to speak to speak.
0: Yeah. To have a voice, I you must be quiet.
1: Yeah. I can express myself through my own embodiment, through yeah. my own energy, through my own example. I don't need to be all over the place and all yeah. over the top to be seen. If I see myself. I will be seen.
0: Yes, exactly. Even if you live on a desert island, which is always like my secret dream to just <laughs> walk away from society completely, right? Which is so funny and something that I want to integrate more into my work because they think I'm like extroverted or an influencer or whatever. And I'm like, no, right? I kind of like, this was my life lesson to learn to be visible and to have a voice. But mm-hmm. my nature is like super quiet. I love silence. I love kind of like isolation as well and what I'm getting from your words is that the feminine is really about embracing the range Mm. being able to move from one state to the other and being in also the state of nervous system safety and flexibility where you can we can go there you can go the range sometimes because sometimes your your rage is needed Sometimes you need to speak up, especially in this society, especially like, let's say, if you're still working in corporate, you need to put on, you know, the tough girl armor if it's necessary, right? And we will all do it for our families, for our kids, right? If we have to fight, we will. But then we're also able to go other places that are very soft and very nurturing, right? And I believe your work does, so much to really teach women to embrace all these pieces
1: absolutely and you kind of touched upon that earlier when you were talking about archetypes and so we can look at the different archetypes of like the warrior the queen the priestess the mother those are very different energies and we have them inside of us and they exist at that level but they also exist at a spiritual level and it's the same it's like This is a mystery teaching. It's as above, so below. Everything that exists here exists also in the above. When you look at all the feminine deities, you also see that. You have Kali the destructor, Lakshmi the abundant. You have Mother Mary. You have Isis. Like You have so many different goddesses that also represent all aspects of the divine. And the creator, the creatrix is having fun through expressing herself through all those deities. And we are the creator as well. We are divine as well. We're God incarnate. And so we get to express ourselves by connecting with those deities if it helps us to connect with ourselves or by connecting with feminine archetypes if that helps us connect with ourselves. Because really in the end, it's the same idea. Mm -hmm. And we have all those energies inside of us and so if we want to be fully expressed if we want to express our voice fully and explore all the range of who we are life is going to invite us to express those roles and see how um, connected we are to them and of course we probably have one two or three main archetypes main energies but life will invite you to explore all of them because your soul is infinite. You are an infinite being. And so it's super fun and playful to explore more of who you are through those archetypes and through working with those
0: deities. It's so cool because we all grew up in a society that promoted one identity, right? Both external and internal in terms of like personality traits. Instead, it's like the new paradigm is about embracing all these archetypes, the dominant ones, but also maybe the less dominant ones. And I love also what you say in terms of having a playful energy and experimenting with them, which is such a radical paradigm. Because most of us, especially if we are in the period of transition from the one singular, more masculine identity that we grew up in towards this more feminine, more widespread paradigm, we you know we probably grew up as control freaks and that <laughs> you know it's so hard to like go of control in that moment it's specifically in that moment then you're like how come I didn't do it sooner but in that moment of transition to from the one identity to the multiple identities and then you it's, it's still you it's still you embodied which is such a radical shift actually the
1: journey is really all about okay I'm going to explore those archetypes those aspects of me to express them and then once you are completely expressed and all those facets are out there and you're not keeping anything within anymore and you're comfortable expressing all of them you re you come back to one actually Mm. you realize oh this is actually my true nature. I am actually a queen because I am a born leader. or Oh, I'm actually a priestess because I used to be psychic when I was a kid and I forgot because everyone told me I was crazy. Or, oh, I am actually the creator because there's just music that's created in my head and I get to express that. And so it's a really beautiful journey because by playing with those archetypes, you uncover more of who you are to eventually come back to who you truly are Fully, fully express one, but with access to all the others. Because that is going to like bring that main archetype that you are to the next level because you've also embodied all the others. Yeah. And if we can all do that, it's so beautiful because imagine it's like an orchestra. You have someone that plays the violin, someone that plays the piano, and we all know what is my instrument to play? What is my message? Who do I I came here to be? What did I come here to express? And if we can all express our message, be our most authentic selves, then it creates the most beautiful symphony instead of trying to play the piano and trying to play a bit of the guitar. And of course, if you learn music, you learn to play all of these instruments and you can explore all of them. But in the end, it's by learning about all the instruments that you can
0: really excel in who you really are in your own unique instruments, if that makes sense. So good. It's such a beautiful metaphor as well. And I know this is a bit of a general question or very broad, but how does one get started in this kind of exploration? Mm -hmm. Yes. So usually people who
1: come to me, women who come to me, they come to me because they are either burnt out or they feel disconnected from their purpose and they're tired of doing they're tired of hustling they're tired of pushing and maybe they have already built a certain level for themselves but they're like i'm actually not really happy and so you start by slowing down by you you touched upon the nervous system so regulating your nervous system coming back into your body, letting go of your head, letting go of the overthinking, letting go of the overgiving. You really start by coming back into your body. And in my book, The Path of Femininity, I I share this whole journey, which is to first be aware that, oh, I've been a lot in my masculine. And even when I was in my feminine, being able to identify which behavior is which, even when I've been in my feminine, Maybe I was in my wounded feminine, unintegrated feminine and not the divine one. And so it really starts by desiring change and then bringing awareness to, oh, when am I which and how could I switch? How could I consciously choose? Oh, instead of pushing, I'm actually going to slow down. I'm actually going to go for a walk, and maybe tap into my intuition and take aligned action. Instead of doing 10 things, I'll just do one. So that's like, that's a simple example, but the journey also really goes from, so from going from the masculine to the feminine, but also from the wounded feminine to the, to the divine feminine. So the, the wounded feminine is all about not speaking your truth, um, manipulating to get what you want, feeling like everything is happening to you. So a little bit of a victim mentality, being codependent and all of that. So actually being really disconnected from your power and um it really starts with healing those three feminine wounds that i talk about in my book which are the witch wound, Mm. the bitch wound, and the horror wound and so that is very connected to reclaiming your voice yeah because which is where where we're killed for expressing their gifts expressing themselves and um Yeah, so I would say that's how the journey starts and then after it unfolds usually in a very potent and cyclical, chaotic way because that's the feminine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, everyone, your books are all available on Amazon, I believe. Yes. Yeah, and then through your website as well if you want to find out more and all the links will be in the description as well. So definitely check them out and yeah because I see a lot of people that you know they get burned out a lot of women they get burned out and then they retreat and they stay I and the, that's a sacred pause that's how I call it and it's absolutely necessary to to heal to reset to change your worldview and change who you are But then I see people getting stuck there for a very long time because there are not so many paradigms or examples of what does life look like. And it's something that I've been navigating personally with like, what does life look like on the other side, which is this like juicy, rich, thriving place.
1: Absolutely. And people get stuck there because they don't have the right mentors, or they don't have the right examples, or they don't know how to go to the other side. And the key that is something that I teach a lot, and um, I've actually started writing a book about it, because it's so important. So that's going to be my next book, that the key to get out of it to the other side is to surrender. Yeah. And we are so much thought to control right like you were saying earlier we have this belief that if we don't do anything nothing is going to get done we have to like be in the driver's seat yes but the feminine knows that she co-creates her life Mm -hmm. and so it's about calling in the invisible support that you have to co-create your life And surrender to that coming back to your intuition coming back to that gut instinct that you had in your belly when you knew you shouldn't do something but you did it anyway because it made sense and rationally that was the best decision to do but well there you are now (laughs) feeling disconnected and burnt out I shouldn't laugh because it's it's actually quite devastating but bringing humor to it uh, because it's there is a way out yeah and like the way on the other side it's it's really rich it's really blissful it's it's really aligned it's playful it's easy that doesn't mean that you're never going to have hardship in your life again that's not true but you'll know how to navigate the hardship because you'll be much more connected to yourself to your intuition and to the invisible and that's the gift of the feminine
0: yes and then you on the other side you know who you are yeah yeah even if you don't have the words for it, because it's a new paradigm, but it's even hard to describe. You're just inhabiting who you are. And so you move in time and space very, very differently. And what you create is very different. How you show up is very different. Um, It might be surprising even to you, you know, like anyone who's been on a journey and has landed on on who they are, attest to this. So I love also that you had the message for the audience where it's like if you're in the pause, if you're burnt out or in the pause, just keep going. Yeah. Whatever that looks like in that moment. Yeah.
1: Keep surrendering and also open open your minds. Yeah. Because you're 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 in that pause and you're in that burnout because um your soul wants to guide you somewhere else. Yeah. And when we are in that place of true embodiment of who we are in alignment, we have access to limitless energy because yeah. we're aligned with our soul and our soul is infinite. So that burnout, it's its your higher self that is saying, you're not doing the right thing. Let me guide you because you can have access to infinite creativity and ideas and energies if you work hand in hand with me. But we're not out how to walk hand in hand with our soul, with our higher self or how to listen to her. And so if you are in that burnout, in that sacred pause, find books, find teachers, find courses that can reconnect you with your intuition, regulate your nervous system, heal your body, come back into your body because sometimes it's also uncomfortable to be there when you're burnt out. Mm -hmm. It's really important to come back there because that's also where your intuition and your soul is. And so you're, it's an exciting place to be in actually, because yeah. if you surrender to it and you embrace it fully and you consciously choose to listen to your intuition, what's waiting for you on the other side is very exciting. Yeah. But if you don't surrender and you try to control and you stay stuck in the old ways, you
0: can stay stuck really, really long there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I remember when I was going through my spiritual awakening, when I was kind of burning out and really awakening, and going through my divorce and awakening to all these things for the first time and realizing that the reality that I knew was false. I spent a couple of years on the couch watching YouTube videos and reading books and going to therapy. And that's what was my soul was calling me to do so really surrender into that process which is painful and your greatest portal as well
1: Mm, I love that yes I mean it was the same for me when I've always been quite spiritual but nobody around me really was like that so I kind of hid my spirituality and I was reading a few books here and there I was doing yoga I was doing meditations but I wasn't really talking about it And it's same for me. It's when I went through my divorce that I was like, okay, this thing that I love and that nobody knows I'm into, I'm going to get completely into it because now I'm done being someone I'm not really. And, um, and that's where everything changed. And it's going to be different for everybody because your soul's medicine is going to be unique to you. For you, it was to just rest and take in all the YouTube videos for me it was to travel the world and learn from teachers everywhere around the world and I did that and look where we are now that's so exciting when we surrender to what is what our soul is whispering to us then we get what we need and we end up where we were always meant to be
0: yeah so good so this sounds like a good place to kind of like ask you a little bit more about how did you get here you're not right now you're you're from belgium but you're in bali right now you have a beautiful family yeah tell us a little bit more because i think it's so important to just witness someone who's on the other side
1: yeah so my story is that 5 years ago 6 years ago now i was um turning 30 i was finishing a master in evening classes with the honors. I was working in a bank. I had a promotion to be part of a special program. My career, like the perfect career was waiting for me. And I was getting married. And although my life looked perfect on paper, I felt like I had checked all the boxes. I was like, okay, I have the three bedroom flat. I have the husband, I have the masters, I have the career, I have the beauty. I've lost a lot of weight. I felt better in my skin than ever before because I had a lot of eating disorders for a really long time because I was neglecting myself so much. Um, I was like, I should be happy, right? (laughs) But I'm not. So that's when I decided to really go full on. I was like, I tried what society sold me. It's not working. So now I'm going to try my own way. And so I went to India for yoga teacher training because I just had this feeling that I wasn't going to be a yoga teacher my whole life. But I just knew that going away for one month would open the doors to more. I just had this knowing and would reconnect me with myself. And when I was in India, I realized that I didn't love myself, that I was always criticizing myself, that I was like, I'm never gonna be a good yoga teacher. I'm still too fat to teach. Nobody's gonna take me seriously. And then one day I was like, wow, I'm really not kind to myself. I have to stop doing that. And so the beautiful thing that happened is that, as I promised myself to love myself, the people who didn't really love me, then naturally fell away. And so I came back from India, and 30 minutes after I got home, my then husband told me that he didn't love me, and that um, we should separate. So this is what happened. And now, of course, I can say that in hindsight in hindsight. But at the time, I was like, "What's happening? We mm-hmm. just got married six months ago. What the hell is going on?" <laughs> and so my whole world fell apart. And now I am so grateful it happened, but it was really, really hard in the moments because I had no idea how to welcome my emotions. I was just a little a little baby of myself trying to love myself and figure myself out. And so I then went to Nicaragua where I did several ayahuasca ceremonies. I actually had no idea I was going to do ayahuasca. I just went there to give yoga classes. Yeah. And uh, oh, they're doing ayahuasca tonight. Are you excited? I was like, oh, we're doing that. <laughs> I mean, you know what it was. was? Yeah, I didn't know before I did it.
0: Mm.
1: And it was such a potent experience yeah. that um, after I was like, okay. Thank you, goddess, for bringing me here. Like this really brought me to the next level of my spiritual awakening. And then I decided to go to Canada Mm -hmm. to learn about energy healing. And that year, learning energy healing in Canada changed everything for me. So after that, I became um, an energy healer. I created a method to heal myself from that divorce and my whole life, really. Mm-hmm. And so it I, it helped me so much. I created it for myself first. That After that, I decided to write a book about it, start coaching women with it. Then it got um, recognized by the ICF. So it became an ICF coaching certification. Okay. And then that's when the Divine Feminine started coming into my life because I was doing all of that with a very masculine energy. That's all I knew. I didn't know about the feminine. And so then the divine feminine came into my life, into meditations with books, um, teachings that came through dreams. And so then my guides told me, it's time for you to write another book about the divine feminine. And at the time I was like, well, thank you, but I know nothing about the divine feminine. Why do you want me to do that? But I surrendered Mm -hmm. and I received all the teachings that were necessary through life. Life is one of the greatest teachers when, when you allow her to. And then um, I published that book and I knew that I was meant to open a mystery school at some point as well. That was a message I had received, but I didn't feel ready. And then the message became more insistent. I started feeling more and more misaligned. That's how usually your soul is showing you the way. And I was like, but I am not ready to open a mystery Mm -hmm. school. And you know, now I laugh because that's just how the universe works. Yeah. They make you things before you feel ready they make you use your voice and your gifts before you feel ready yeah because actually you are you have the wisdom inside of you you have all you need inside of you Mm -hmm. but our egos are like really who am I to do that yeah so then I launched my mystery school last year and we actually had the closing ceremony yesterday and I have never felt more connected to my purpose And more honored and blessed to be able to do this as a work and offer deep, deep transformation and rebirth yeah. to the woman that I work with.
0: Because it's what a, is the what is a mystery school, in your words? A mystery school. Mm-hmm. So mystery schools have been existing since the
1: dawn of time. They actually started in ancient Egypt more than 10,000 years ago, and then they developed in Greece and in Britain and everywhere in the world, really. And a mystery school is a university for the soul. You learn about the mystery of life mm-hmm. and the mystery that you are. And so it's all about uncovering the invisible, uh, reclaiming your, your soul, your gifts, your power, your feminine essence. And like I always say, it's a place where you go to remember who you really are. And so there's a mystery teaching actually in the word remember. Mm-hmm because it's about bringing all your members, all the parts of you back together. Remembering, it's bringing all the parts of you back together, not just remembering from like the past or or it's both me actually. And so that's the work that we do. And it's for a woman who... Are already a little bit awakened, but are really ready to go much deeper, next level, and reconnect with their soul and their purpose. And it's, yeah, I, I, I love to to teach
0: it. It's such a potent container. It sounds so good. But now you run, you know, one of your core offerings. It's a mystery school, but you run a whole business around your sacred teachings right what offers a different price points and different um different initiations into this type of work right absolutely well i have my books
1: and then i have a divine feminine community where we meet twice a month to do workshops to come back to our feminine to reconnect with our soul to play with the wisdom of the seasons um we have like equinox ceremonies winter solstices ceremonies um there are experts that are coming as well to share their wisdom and then um, I have the mystery school I do also do one-on-one mentoring and then I have online courses Mm -hmm. every once in a while I feel called to create a course um, and I publish that so I have courses on how to surrender what is the real energy of money so all sorts of topics really yeah are online
0: Yeah, because I like to say that, like, usually your crumbling moment, right? It could be chronic illness, it could be a divorce, it could be like getting fired from a job, that's a portal, right? And as you said earlier, that can be super painful and kind of like, what the fuck is happening? It should be that way because you're entering a different dimension. You're getting rid of the old school, old world teachings and stepping into, yeah, the mystery and then stepping into building a life in alignment with who you are at your So I love that you have different offerings with different topics that are all connected, of course. But for some people, it may be like, oh, they have a fucked up relationship with money or it's relationships or they cannot find their purpose or something like that. So there's gonna be a different entry point for different people. So for the people listening, it's like just think what's my entry point is it that I'm burnt out is it that I'm getting divorced is it my that my relationships are shit is it that I had all of these things by the way so just to <laughs> normalize all of this it could be all of them together or oh, for me it was also my job where it's like I had a job as a full-time professor but first of all it took me forever to find it after my a shiny Ivy League PhD and then and then I wasn't fulfilled in that so it could even be all of those things together but recognize your entry point in this work and then take the best next step and you are going to recognize
1: it because life is just going to put it in front of you you're Mm. going to feel stuck hitting that problem over and over again but if we can If we can listen to life, we realize that life is often just knocking on the door gently and then knocking a bit harder and then opening the door and saying, hey, Claudia, maybe you should change this. And then finally shouting. So if you are at a place in your life where you feel like the door has opened and someone is asking you to pay attention, I would invite you to find a book a podcast someone to work with before the universe has to start yelling at you because yeah. then it's usually a bit more painful and we have both experienced that because we both went through divorces and yeah. when i look back oh my god there were so many red flags i had so many signs the whole time but yeah. i just i i just didn't listen i was too afraid and it's okay yeah,
0: yeah. It's okay. and we also don't know that we can walk away or that we can say yeah. no that we have a voice right So yes, of course we could talk about this for forever. I love everything that you're sharing. Uh, Definitely people go to Ella's website because there's so much there and buy her books and read her books. Um, The last question I have for you is what does it mean for you to be a woman with a voice? Hmm.
1: To be a woman with a voice is to be a woman. Hmm. It's to honor that you are a woman. It's to honor who you truly are because you're not meant to be a woman without a voice. You have gifts, you have power, you have vision. And like I was saying, everything begins with the feminine. And so that makes us leaders. That makes us initiators, change makers. And so if you can truly honor all of who you are, all those aspects and all of your gifts. you're naturally going to want to use your voice. And I think that in in French, there's a there's a really beautiful mystery teaching actually in the word voice because la voix, mm-hmm. so the voice and la voix, the path is the same word. And so when you use your voice, you walk your unique path. Yeah. And so I, I love that because okay. basically this is what it is. You are meant to speak up and that will unlock your purpose, your unique path yeah. for you.
0: I love that. Are the two words like spelled the same even? No, they're spelled differently. Yeah. But they're the same pronunciation. The same sound. Yeah.
1: There's one letter difference
0: yeah I love that because as we were saying having a voice is not just speaking up or being loud or even knowing what to say sometimes you don't know sometimes you just sit in silence but it's about living disembodied full range life with the right people with you whether you want like a million people around you and a million followers or whether you're like just happy with your little family and you know on a farm with your community so it Absolutely. doesn't have to look one way
1: and maybe for you using your voice is more using your body through dancing or through painting you know yeah. it's your voice is your path It's who you are. It's your embodiment. It's the embodiment. So,
0: yeah, I love it so much because there are so many layers. What I love about, about voice is that there are so many layers, right? Yes, there's the words that come out, but then there's silence and there's emotions and being able to recognize what's going on. And you touched on this, and being able to express them and process them and find safety within you to stay with your emotions. And then, of course, you find the people who are safe to express your emotions too. And then there's also the body, right? Healing so much in the body and bringing the body with you in everything that you do. Absolutely. And it's really important for us, women, to actually find those people
1: that offer us a safe place where we can express and find that voice because we are beings of connection we are beings of togetherness and it's that it's that story of the the ugly duckling that is with the other ducks and that is like I'm different they don't like me they are rejecting me but you're actually a swan and it's when the swan sees other swans that he's like oh wow I can actually fly like them and I'm white like them and we're the same and I feel like I belong and so suddenly I can see Myself and I feel safe to be myself. That gives you the confidence to then be a swan again with the ducklings. Yeah. And it's really important to for us women to find our tribe because it's really this, it's this is really how we thrive. You know, it's nature again teaches us that because when you look at a rose, if the rose isn't blooming, we don't blame the rose, we blame the environment. We need to change the environment. So if you can't find your voice, if you're struggling to be connected to yourself, maybe you just need to find the right environment, the
0: right people that can see you and help you see yeah. you. Yeah. And recognize that you might have unsafe people around you as well. Yeah. Because I, I yeah. didn't have a radar for that. I just didn't know what it, a safe person looked like and felt like. So I think yeah. this is, I love that you touched on this because Maybe the last, last question could be like, what do you think is the biggest obstacle to a woman starting on this path or continuing on this path without going back?
1: Let me see what wants to come through. Yeah. many. (laughs) The biggest obstacle, I think it's going to be doubt.
0: Mm.
1: I think it's doubt that you can do it doubt that it's possible doubt that you have the gifts doubt that these are your right people because on this path of reclaiming who you are inevitably you're going to get out of your comfort zone and your ego is not going to like that your mind is not going to like that your body is not always going to like that either it's going to feel uncomfortable it's going to feel scary and that brings up doubt And so in those moments of discomfort and, and doubt, I really invite you. So I'm speaking to everyone that's listening right now to keep trusting yourself and to keep going, trust that intuition, especially if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Intuition never makes sense. It comes from your soul. It comes from your heart. It doesn't come from your mind. So don't let the mind, don't let the doubts, don't let the fears getting the way of your expansion
0: of your soul expansion yeah so good and you're gonna feel crazy and you are kind of crazy because you're not following the quote-unquote normal or accepted path and you you will have to actively choose non-belonging to belong to you
1: you
0: until you belong yeah until you belong
1: until you find the people that you actually belong with Yeah. And until you realize
0: that everyone is feeling like you are. Yeah. But nobody's showing it. And so to normalize that you're going to feel you're going to leave what's familiar for a while without having the new yet show up. And this is something that we've all been through and you'll go through it at different stages in your life. So just keep going right just follow what you call intuition and the call of your soul yes trust and just keep going and everything is going to unfold for your highest yes. good it's gonna be so good okay Ella, thank you so so much it, this was so juicy and so rich uh and i feel so nourished by this conversation tell us a little okay. bit um tell us the tell us where people can find you yes the best place to connect with
1: me is on Instagram, where I share daily posts, lives. Um, I have a lot of my own wisdom and teachings on my podcast, the Sacred Roots podcast as well, that is free and available for everyone. It's on YouTube as well. Um, and then otherwise, you can reach out and find me on my website, Uh, I have a really fun quiz that is a consciousness quiz that is going to help you see what level of consciousness you are at. And you also receive two activations to help you move to that next step, to ask yourself the right questions, to reconnect with your intuition, your soul, and all of that.
0: Yeah. So good. Your website is very rich. So I encourage everyone, all the links will be in the description. I encourage everyone to go check it out. There's a lot of free stuff as well, free workbooks, free activations, the quiz. So definitely take advantage of all of that to aid you along the path and also maybe, you know, push you gently, you know, kind of like push you along because you're on the right path and this is, you know, your work is such a portal to help people get to the other side and then thrive on the other side. Yes, the new absolutely. Leader. Okay, so good. Thank you so, so much. It was such Thank a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. Bye. Thank you, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sacred CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. And please share it with all the women in your circle who can benefit from it. We're building a movement of powerhouse, heart-led, visionary sisters who are choosing to be bold with their voice and build six- and seven-figure transformational businesses based on their authentic voice that create wealth and a legacy for generations to come. And don't forget to subscribe to get access to next week's episode. I'll see you there.